I'm already recording right now, by the way. Maybe I am too. Huh? You ever think about that? Huh? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's, it's like that Spider-Man meme. Welcome back to Half Past Goon. The date is March 23rd, 2023, as of recording. And I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little rambunctious today. Really? For, for all our, our YouTube listeners, you could see um, Thomas actually did my hair today. Yep, new haircut for Steven. We're all trying to be really nice to him. So nobody say anything mean. If I get a single hate comment, he's shaving the whole thing. Next week, it's going to be an AI-generated picture of me Ooh. instead. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Really tapping into the future. Yeah, the prompt's going to be average white boy with brown hair. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be spot on. So you got you to gotta introduce us. Oh my god, how could I forget introducing my my beautiful <laughs> hosts? Uh on my left here is Thomas Murdoch. That's me. Forgettable. Uh and on the right, much more memorable, Joey Piccarello. I'm not gonna argue with that. I think that might be factual. Wow. I mean, I think I just forgot this week because Thomas always comes first and it just slips the mind. Yeah. Yeah, you agree? Yeah. No, what it is is he stole my haircut, and now he's trying to be the diva of the group. <laughs> <laughs> so this week has been a little crazy. This week really? has uh, – it's been really fun for me. Anything yeah. interesting happen in your guys' lives? I don't want to over overshadow you as I normally do. No, I think, I think you've got the most, the most interesting week for sure, Stephen, I, w- I would say. So being, you know, an avid – supporter and true believer in what is right you know justice constitution constitution, right i believe in law and order Mm -hmm. right really yeah yeah i think it's really important and i think that you know like outside my house i have one of those i support the local police signs really because they need they need support in these trying times they they don't get enough overtime or anything these days right Mm -hmm. So being this avid supporter, when my president, Donald J. Trump. Thank you for clarifying. I was confused for a second. <laughs> went on Truth Social and said that he was going to be arrested on Tuesday. And yeah. he needed all of his most, the strongest warriors, the, the mm-hmm. true fighters for this country to take back the nation you know I damn well went USA. down. I USA. listened. I USA. went down to that. <laughs> I went down to that damn courthouse and I yeah. took as many funny videos I could of the crazy did, fucking people there. Did you really let them have it? Did you I shake was, your fist? I was, I was mm, shaking my fist. I was screaming left and right. Old ladies pushed into the street. I won't wow. deny it. That was me. That was me. I actually heard reports of old ladies getting pushed into the street. There was a lot. There was, was yeah. There, there was more than one old lady there. Wow. Did you meet anybody special? I met some really, really special people. Um, Did you connect? Did you I didn't connect. I didn't, I didn't do any, you know, um, networking Network? while I was there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hand out the half past goon business card to anyone. <laughs> I'm sure but they would love this podcast. They would absolutely adore it. 
Oh yeah. There were from the time I was there, I was I was there on Tuesday outside the courthouse that was supposed to uh indict Trump. Right. There was there was actually only two prominent figures, prominent okay. Trump supporters. Throughout the day there was more. I, I saw some stories about some really crazy people. Um but overall I think I saw the two funniest. Two out of the three funniest. Um so while I was there, and you could find this all on our Twitter. We we were we were shit posting about it. We were shit posting about it. Cut to some footage right now. I wish. I wish. Yeah, on the YouTube video, we might cut to some footage here. Uh first, when I got there, about five minutes after, there was a guy in the suit with the horns. Like from January 6th, the insurrection, there was a very prominent guy who's now arrested wearing like a, like a fur suit almost. Like, I don't even know how to describe like that. Like a cape? There was a cape. There was a Trump flag as a cape. But he was wearing like, I don't know. Everyone knows that guy that sat in the in the in Congress wearing the horns. Uh-huh. Right? And the real down. one? The, the, it wasn't the real, the real one. It wasn't uh, the real it was one. Just, it was just a, a phony. It was it was a absolute phony. So this guy dressed up, giant hordes and everything, face painted, is going around talking like a Trump supporter. It's right. obvious to, you know, actual people who are not Trump supporters that he's like poking fun at them. But then he would go around and there'd be actual supporters and they'd be like right behind him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this guy, this guy, this guy fucks. <laughs> so was the crowd, was it, was it big or not as big as no. you expect? No, there was approximately a five to one, actually way more. There was like a 10 to one reporter to actual protest, protester ratio. Wow. There was wow. no protesters there. No respect for a former president. No <laughs> See, not enough warriors no like me. So there was there was like cameras everywhere. There was like audio technicians, people holding cameras, actual reporters, right? Giant setups everywhere. And then there's like five Trump supporters and like like ten liberal protesters. And they're not even protesting. They're just standing there. Right? They just for, wanted to see the money shot. Yeah. And for most of the time I was there, all the reporters were flocking around this guy I was talking about with the horns. Mm. Right? They were in love with him. Probably because Yeah. Probably because he was the only interesting thing there. Right? So he's going around. He's, he's doing fun stuff. Right? He's talking about how they're stealing the babies. They're stealing the babies for the blood. Right. They're drinking the blood of babies. Awesome. Yeah, they are. They, and they are. He's not wrong. <laughs> um, but then the highlight is, well, first off, there's this actual Trump supporter here, like masked up, can't see his face. And he's going around like, yeah, like Trump is right or whatever. So this guy. Trump, mm-hmm. Trump is right about. He, Trump is right, Thomas. Don't question it. <laughs> okay. right? So he finds the horn guy. Oh, they meet up. They meet up. And at first he thinks he's he thinks he's a Trump supporter. He thinks Horn Guy is a Trump supporter. Right? But then at some point, he says something and he looks at him like, Hey yo, what you say? <laughs> what do you say? Wait, you're one of them? Oh I think he actually said oh. that at one point. It's a betrayal. And then he's going around to all the other Trumpies, like, he's not one of us. He ain't one of us. 
He's heartbreaker. A it is. It is being kicked out from the group of, of law and order enthusiasts. It's always the ones you least expect. Seen it happen too many times. <laughs> so that guy's drawn a lot of attention. At one point, and you can find this on our Twitter, he has this giant bicycle with a super high seat that is pink and fluffy that he's Ooh. riding around the streets shouting stuff. <laughs> At that point, I knew Trump wasn't getting arrested. Yeah. With warriors like that there, with the cavalry there, mm-hmm. Trump's There's not no going way there. they're breaking through that line of defense. No way. Absolutely no way. God, you love to see it. So that was yeah. the, the first guy, right? But then, arguably, much funnier guy shows up. Because this guy's real. He's the real fucking deal. Are they taking shifts? <laughs> Honestly, they might. This is all planned. So this guy flew up from Florida. Like, I should have asked him. If, oh, I should have asked him if he was there on January 6th. Ooh. Oh, my Were God. Were you close enough to, like, I touch was, him? Yeah. He sit on himself like that. <laughs> he might. He might have. No, yeah, yeah I was right there. There was no people there, Thomas. Like, yeah. you could just walk up to anyone. It wasn't even a crowd. It was just, like, it was just people. So I this like you didn't cause a scene. I honestly, I was thinking for future shit like this, we all need to get some, like, extra, like, some really, like, standout-ish suits. Like, I'm thinking, like, purple suits. Mm-hmm. We all have microphones, and we, like, just gangbang a single person. Like, firing questions and, off from one of us. On the field journalism. I, yeah. I'm, I'm down to do some. No, like some like matching matching purple suits. <laughs> like going up to a like a guy all at the same time, just shooting off three questions at once. Just mm-hmm. game banging them. They won't be able to cope. They won't. Um, but this guy, he is he, he's like a larger, kind of short um guy. And you could tell like he's he's from you know, Florida. he's from Florida. Yeah. Um, you can tell he's from Florida and not even because of the fact he's literally wearing an American flag jacket. Mm. Right? First thing he says is, I just flew up from Florida. Plane came <laughs> in today. <laughs> right? And immediately he's getting interviews. Like he's getting actual interviews. Probably didn't air. But like reporters are coming up to him asking him questions. And he oh, just. No, it was a slow news day. They may, they may have had to air it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're asking him, like, random-ass questions, and he's just spouting just random shit about Trump. Like, the normal talking points. Like, yeah. like about how we're sending all this money to Ukraine. Oh, he's one of them. And then we're sending all this money to Ukraine, and then he points up on this building right next to us that has, like, scaffolding. He's like, that should be done. Yeah. That building? <laughs> that <laughs> should be done. He's got some points. I'm from Florida, but I know it should be done around here. <laughs> If we didn't spend send money to Ukraine, that would be done. Completed. Yeah. But the best part of it all, this guy that just flew up from Florida is wearing like designer shoes. He looked good. He looked, I need this guy's designer. He's wearing designer shoes, right? A fucking coach bag. I couldn't tell if it was coach or Gucci. We need to go back and check. I think it was a coach bag. He's a coach bag, I think. Right? Yeah. And then he's wearing this American flag jacket and then some fucking like Ray-Ban sunglasses. 
he looked like a patriot, you know. Yeah. There's nothing, no other way to describe it. You got to tip your cap to Patriots like that. Yeah. But he heard the news first thing, hopped on a flight. I'm sure you know his his family at home were sad to see him go, but like when your president calls on you to answer to answer to these tyrants, you mm-hmm. have to you have you to go. be willing to go on a plane for four hours and travel to to New York City to get on the news. You go, yeah. You go, you go. That was the common oh, theme, yes, though. You do. What? I said, you go, you go. Yes, you do. That was the common theme, though. Like, all of these people were looking for attention. Yeah. Like, it's one thing having the fake Trump supporter, like, looking for all this attention. He's an actual comedian, right? He does stuff like this. But then it's another thing when, like, you have these actual Trump supporters just looking for these interviews. You know, Stephen, maybe, maybe they just want friends. They just want like-minded individuals to hang out with because they're lonely. You say that ironically, but it is wholeheartedly the truth in some situations. Did you see people exchanging information and maybe like talking about like a little group get together? <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up, Thomas. Yeah. This patriot, this Florida right. man, mm-hmm. ended up talking to this this kid. He looked like he was like 17, like 18, 19, whatever. Like casual. Like he he looked like he just came up from Florida. Mm-hmm. He did. He started talking to this Florida guy, and he's like, yeah. Or the Florida guy mentioned where he was in Florida. And this kid comes up to him. He's like, I'm from there, too. I was just there <laughs> this weekend. I don't. But actually, he must have been like 17 or something because he said he went to the high school down there where he was. And Florida guy was like, yeah, yeah, that's real. Cool. That's real. <laughs> so this guy was like. I'm going to be at this club this weekend. See you there. Nice. And he like, he wrote it down. He like wrote down the address and everything. And he was like, all right, I'll see you there. We got to figure out where the Trump people are staying in town while, while this whole Trump drama is going on. Cause I bet that's where the party is. <laughs> I would, I would pay to be in that party. If we have any viewers that are really in tune with the New York underground club scene and they know where all the, the Trumpies are going, please, Please DM us and tell us because we want to go. Yeah. What a fun nightclub that would be. (laughs) So this guy's like networking with the Trump guy. I want to know if he meets up with him this weekend. I bet they meet up. I bet they meet up. Big cities, small world, you know? So weird. But this is all because of a larger story. The actual reason he's being arrested um, is, I'm sure a lot of people remember this being in the news cycle when he was first president and running for president even, but our our beloved and very wonderful actor, um, she's been in the scene forever. I remember being uh, in high school, in middle school, and seeing her work. Um, that was hand over his face adult film film star stormy daniels was paid off allegedly allegedly i was getting there allegedly she was paid off that's not alleged yeah hey whoa (laughs) whose side are you on (laughs) you're guilty or innocent until proven guilty joe this is is literally a fact (laughs) 
dollars changed hands allegedly what was it for we don't know we don't know legal was it campaign funds we don't know we don't know but (laughs) we don't know if it was campaign funds that's true that's the allegedly part that's the allegedly part but we know that she received a payment from michael cohen who pled guilty to this already yeah we know that it was $130,000, and we know that Trump reimbursed him. Well, that you know, it's really nice of him. But we don't know if it was campaign funds. I see. Well. Or maybe we do. Do we know? We don't, I don't think we know it's campaign funds. I thought it was, but I'm not sure. Either. I think it's allegedly campaign that funds. That is what would make it illegal. I think it's illegal either way. Yeah. So... This is going <laughs> against Trump because he paid off this porn star through his lawyer, right? Michael Which he Cohen. denies, by the way. He still denies it. He denies He denies that it was because of a sexual act trying to cover I it still, up. Yeah, I still think I think he denies the affair still, right? Yeah, he denies the affair. Right. But he doesn't deny the covering up. Or he, well, he blames Stormy Dan. He blames Michael Cohen for everything. He says it was his idea to cover it up. It was his money. I never reimbursed him. Those one, wow. those one hundred and thirty thousand dollars illegal fees were for something else. <laughs> I, I, I spent. Um, so this has become a big news story because Trump tweeted out that he was going to be arrested on Tuesday, leading to the calls for protest, which, as we just talked about, didn't really happen. Um, but it's yeah. become an even bigger story because Republicans in the House are using their newfound majority to demand Mm. testimony from the district attorney, Alvin Bragg, who has become a new prominent name in the media. Uh, And they're they're seeking to kind of look into the investigation, which which is unprecedented. Yeah, well, I think what they want to do is they want to call him in front of a committee, obviously, ask him why, um, why... Trump is being punished, but Hunter Biden isn't. That's kind of the their their angle is like they're not saying that Trump didn't do anything wrong. They're saying more, why is Trump not allowed to do things wrong when everybody else is doing things wrong? Which, Which is valid. No, man, that's valid. Like, like, why does the guy we like have to be prosecuted for his crimes? There's a lot of other people out there with crimes. Crimes. What's the what's 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 up with that? I thought this was America. <laughs> uh, so generally, this is seen as an attempt to kind of influence influence the way that the grand jury investigation is going. It's an intimidation tactic, right? Um, but it, it's just there's no precedent into why this is being investigated, right? It's really marrying other acts that the house has been using now with their, their newfound majority just investigating before they have a reason why yeah, yeah. looking for a reason to investigate during the investigation mm-hmm. well it's about threats isn't it it's about yeah. threatening the the legal career and the and the political career of alvin bragg it's about trying to get under his skin and you know stop him from going after the big boy but yeah. it is interesting to note that he's the first. I mean, this is an old case, right? This is 2016. We knew about this during the election. This is not new. No 
New York DA has ever decided that this is, you know, this is something that they wanted to prosecute. But, you know, Alvin all of a sudden thinks he's got, thinks he's got, and, and we still don't know. He hasn't been indicted yet. So we still don't know what evidence he has, but right. Alvin thinks he's got this in the, in the bag. So I trust him. I also trust him, but there are doubts from nonpartisan legal experts that kind of question whether there is even a case against Trump for this. Yeah. Which is funny because it's, it's funny that we can, that we know that a crime happened. There's evidence of the crime and we still can't get the criminal to, to, to pay for those, not even like to, like a little punishment. He's, he's just allowed (laughs) to skate for like six years. Not even, not even a perp walk. Not even, not even anything. It's pretty ridiculous, though, when you think about it, that somebody else went to jail <laughs> for this exact crime. Yeah. Somebody went to jail, served their time already for this crime, and we're questioning whether or not Donald Trump is in, in trouble for the crime that he was a part of. I, it was ridiculous because that was brought up time and time again during his um, presidency. Like, and he still won. He still won. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the first election, not the second. We'll talk about that. But. We'll talk about that. But like, I remember he, he, Cohen was literally sent to jail for this during his presidency. Yes, it's it's so bizarre that I know it was a big story, but how it just wasn't career ending. Yeah, he's Trump is has got this aura of like invincibility where he can just do the wrong thing constantly. And and his supporters, who are supposed to be like Christian, like conservatives, they just turn a blind eye for for no reason, just because they like him. I guess I don't. Re- I really don't know what the what the what their stance is on Trump paying a porn star off. I want to do this? I want to do like, kisses? Kisses with Trump. <laughs> it's it's really weird how he's been able to maintain his this like crazy base that he has while also like completely going against everything that they say that they believe. Yeah, I don't think I don't think there's ever been a politician quite like Trump being been able to I mean Trump famously said uh I could shoot somebody in the middle of Fifth mm-hmm. Avenue and I could get yeah. away with it and I wouldn't lose it. I wouldn't I believe- lose I believe him. I I honestly believe him. I think he would win the Republican nomination if he shot somebody in the street of Fifth Avenue. And I think it's interesting, like, this is like a kind of a side point, but the more news about Trump doing crimes and and getting, like, almost arrested, maybe, we'll see, but, like, the more news there is about it, the better he seems to perform. It's, it's It's like his supporters want him want the government to go after him so that they can like rush to his defense regardless of whether he's innocent or not i think that there's something to republicans and their their victim complex that they have yeah they really do have a big victim complex i think that when they see one of their own finally getting attacked not finally but he's uh you know he's you know trump's the most persecuted man in america most persecuted but, man in america it's a um shame it's it's a damn shame but um the more they see that the more they want to like they're just like owning the libs 
and they like knowing that oh your your lib prosecutor your George Soros funded prosecutor is going after Donald Trump so that means that he's owning them actually yeah which is it's really weird I don't get the dynamic at all but it's been working for him I if I'm Trump I might just start doing crimes on purpose <laughs> well he has been <laughs> he basically has been I like more, but he's still denying them. Like, why deny it at this point? Say, well, I think that's yeah, the, I did those crimes. The point. Why is it like, a crime? He's doing it and denying it, and that's what's making it popular. Because then it seems like they're going out to get him. Yeah. No, here's the thing. I be- I honestly believe that Trump supporters know that he's committing these crimes too. They just think it's cool. Yeah. I don't think that there's. I don't think that. I think that. I don't think they're too stupid to realize that Donald Trump is actually guilty of these crimes. They just don't care. I yes, think I a lot of them are, Joe. I think a lot of them really do think I think he's it's innocent. a split. I think it's a split. Some of them genuinely believe he's being politically prosecuted, but then half of them, their defense is always, well, that's not a crime. That's a, no, no. What about Hunter Biden? <laughs> yeah, what about the laptop? Huh? <laughs> I, saw, I saw Hunter Biden's pee-pee. I saw those pictures. <laughs> What about the laptop? Right? And we're not talking enough about it. (laughs) No, genuinely, their excuse, I feel like from a lot of them, are it it isn't warranted, it's not actually a crime, uh, or it's politically motivated. Right? Right, it's It's like the fact that the government is going after what they they believe are their political rivals in Trump is is the government's political rival. It's like they think that they're just trying to ruin or they're just trying to arrest the field so that there's nobody to compete against. But they won't they won't look at Trump and be and and say, wait a minute, is he wait, is there a reason that he might be doing it like he might be getting prosecuted for all these crimes? Or is it just that they they don't want any competition and they want to just steamroll elections? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he said he was going to be arrested on Tuesday. As we all know, it is not now Tuesday. Um, as of this recording, it's Thursday, and the grand jury actually hasn't met today or Wednesday, I believe. Right. I think they're scheduled to meet on Monday. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of speculation in the background about whether this last witness um, kind of swayed the jury, whether there, the other investigation into the documents at Mar-a-Lago are kind of causing this case to be pushed back. We're kind of out of the loop about what's going on now. Mm-hmm. How many rounds of golf do you think Trump gets in before he gets indicted? <laughs> How many more? He's going to be uh, playing golf in jail. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. And I really want to know why the previous prosecutor did not pursue this case against Trump. I'm also very curious about that. I think it all comes down to the case relies on Michael Cohen's testimony and he's not a very trustworthy guy. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he's a criminal. But that if that's what your case is built around, you're not likely to win, especially when you're indicting a former president of the United States. Like that's big that's big. Yeah. So, but they must have yeah. corroborating evidence. Like Right. This money came and went from somewhere. 
Like, this isn't cash that they're handing over, probably. There is evidence from where this money came from and what. It's a lot of money. You'd think you'd know, like, you'd be able to track that much, that, that much money. Well, there's a picture of, of a, a... Michael Cohen has a picture of a check from Donald no Trump. No way. Yeah, this is, like, the number one piece of evidence. He showed this in the House Committee a couple... Like, seven years ago, eight years ago. I don't remember how many years ago it is now. Um, Please tell me the memo is, but, like... For that porn star. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the memo said, but the picture is literally like a, a check made of $40,000. It's one of the like three or four checks that he got that was made out to Michael Cohen to reimburse him. And it's signed by Donald Trump. Like it's like the most incriminating evidence you could possibly get. Good Lord almighty. It's seven years old. I mean, what's changed? Do you think... Like, do you think there might be, I mean, obviously there's like political motivations behind the prosecution. I'm not here to deny that. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously that's what's happening. They don't want him to run again. They think it's easier to beat Ron DeSantis than it is to beat Trump, which I agree. But, but why now? Like what's, what's, what's changed? I think that I don't, I would honestly say that I don't think that that's factored into the, the calculus. I think that Alvin Bragg is purely thinking about his own sort of, I, I, if you're going to think about something, like, if you're going to accuse the prosecutor of being self-motivated, I think that there's ample enough evidence that he's, like, a political actor. So, like, if he prosecutes the president and he goes after the president and he gets this big fish, then he'll he's surely to be elected next time. Yeah, but uh, or maybe even he'll run for attorney. Like he'll he'll be the attorney general of New York State, or he'll want to do something else like in, like big like that. But um, I don't know. I'm not. Also, we could talk about whether or not it's easier to beat DeSantis or beat Trump. That's a point I would like to contest. But that's a theory for next time. <laughs> but if it was like landing this huge fish, guarantees you winning your next whatever three elections whatever you want to go for you're basically a political superstar after you get trump why why not the previous why didn't have the previous didn't have the balls they don't have the balls balls. i feel like it's got to be more complicated that like if they could they would have already it probably has to do with the fact that they would have been the first people to prosecute i think it was first off it was what was his name? Joyce Vance, the previous prosecutor, I think was his name. Um, he was retiring. So I think he probably didn't want this <laughs> to be on his plate before he retired. Yeah. Uh, I'm too old for this, probably yeah. one of those, uh, <laughs> right. for those cases. Um, but um, I think that does probably have to do with it. I think that maybe he just wanted to hand the decision off to somebody else. I mean, a lot of people did, like, pass on this case so mm-hmm. it's worth wondering why alvin bragg is deciding to bring it up at this point um i think it probably made more sense for him it would have taken the heat off him a little bit if he waited for one of these other prosecutions that donald trump's going through to to drop like whether that be the, the documents case Give or the, the election subversion case in georgia or like the fraud case that's also going on in new york right i feel like the georgia one is probably the most like criminal i mean they're all criminal yeah but like no, easily the worst one yeah yeah and he's probably the most certain to be indicted for that one even more certain than him being indicted for this one 
Right. And we know that he's about to be indicted for this one, basically. I think it's just a case of somebody had to be first. So it's get get your your less heavy hitters out of the way before maybe the... the that you know, probably is a very... I could be convinced that that's the case. I would agree yeah. that it would make more sense to get the smaller cases out first than the big ones. Because that Georgia case is... I mean, that one's damning. They th- That phone call that he's calling the... Perfect the phone woman. call. Right. <laughs> There was nothing wrong with that phone call. He was a dear friend. Threatening him to overturn the election. Like, not even, like, giving him, like, an an easy out. Just saying, like, hey, you know this was stolen from you, right? So change it. Thank you. I need need 30,000 votes. He's like, I just need 30,000 votes. No, it was, like, exact. It was exact. I just need 30,412 votes. Like, I know you know where they are. Just go get them. Yeah. Right. Um, so shifting over from Trump, we could talk about him all day, as we always mm-hmm. do. We have a much more interesting, really on the national plate. I, once again, I heard it being talked about at the gas station while I was filling up my F-150, is right. the Wisconsin Supreme Court election. Ooh. Real on, like, I promise you it's not just Joe that's thinking about this. It's a it's- <laughs> Important election. <laughs> it's an important election, guys. It's no. really important. It's gonna decide the fate of a lot of stuff, guys. I, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I promise, I'm serious guys. This time. I promise. No, no, I agree. It is important. Um, and it, it is. It has a lot of themes that resonate throughout the country, especially um, the gerrymandering aspect that goes into it, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, so. Wisconsin Supreme Court race is between two prominent members right now. Liberal Janet Protisiewicz. Shit. Protisiewicz. We're just going to call her Janet. Janet. We're first she calls herself Judge Janet. Hmm? She calls herself Judge Janet. Judge, Judge Janet. Janet. JJ for short. You know, we're close like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so JJ and conservative, right. like we're moving from one really cool name to like the most basic white name. Yeah. Daniel Kelly. Mm-hmm. Daniel Kelly from Wisconsin. <laughs> and it could impact the future of laws for not only uh, election laws, but for abortion rights and a lot of other issues that, that go up in Wisconsin. Right. Well, so yeah, the Wisconsin is- Supreme Court right now, the current court is a 4-3 conservative majority. This election for the Supreme Court between these two judges, it's important to remember, these aren't politicians. Well, they are, but like they're judges. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to shift the balance on, on, on whether it's a conservative majority or, or a, a liberal majority in the state of Wisconsin. So this is, this is big time. And in a, in a big like swing state like Wisconsin, it's not, you know, this isn't like an Arkansas uh, Supreme Court race. You know, this is this is this is more big time than that. So, give us some history on Wisconsin, Joe, because I know you're talking about um, the Supreme Court case and just the overall climate in Wisconsin due to the gerrymandering and everything. What's what's the what's the temperature on the floor uh, of Wisconsin like these days, Joe? Really tap into those <laughs> those, those brains for us. <laughs> well, I've been, and I'll tell you, it's hot today. It's a real it's a real hot button issue that's going on. Um, so there's a couple of key things to keep in mind about the Wisconsin Supreme Court case, uh, Supreme Court, um, election. 
is first off, they have this super, super archaic um, abortion ban that has been in place since 1849. Obviously, it wasn't in place when Roe was uh, the the law of the land, but um, now that Dobbs overturned Roe, we now that ban that was in place in 1849 before most of the people in America were even guaranteed citizenship. Right. Um, there was a uh, an abortion ban. It was and, one of those trigger trigger laws, right? Yeah, one it? of those trigger bans, exactly. That was part of the state constitution, sort of forgotten about forever, and brought back up now because this the state supreme court is likely to in, enforce that ban, whether if they were given the chance, especially since they're a four three conservative court at the moment. Um, but. As well as that, Wisconsin has the most gerrymandered maps in the entire country. It is horrific. Supreme Court or, or um, state elections in the assembly are generally 50-50 in that state because it's a swing state, it's a purple state. But um, state seats are usually about like 60 to 70 to like 20 to 30. It's like ridiculous how, how uh, overwhelming the gerrymander is in Wisconsin. Uh, Judge Janet promised in interviews to both go with her values on abortion, which basically means she's she's a liberal justice. She we all know that it's a wink and a nod towards in, in overturning that law. As well as she said that she's a fan of fair maps, which basically also means that she's a fan of uh, re reviewing the uh, the Wisconsin uh, state gerrymander and overturning that and that would be humongous as well as there's one more big thing if i can um in 2020 wisconsin was this close this close to over basically overturning its own election it was a 4-3 decision one of the conservatives decided to side with the liberals wow. but um there, there was a uh a, a trump case that made it all the way up to the supreme court that uh asked it to throw out like like tens of thousands of ballots across from Madison to Milwaukee and all the big cities, big cities tend to be liberal cities. Um, and it would have completely overturned the election. It would have sent, uh, it would have sent 11 electors to, towards Trump that it wouldn't have overturned the, the national election, but it would have been a huge, uh, step in the wrong direction. Wow. And uh, Judge Janet uh, promised that if there was a future case, that would that she would rule against um, any sort of overturning of the election. So I, that's big. I didn't know it was that close. Yeah, yeah it was very close. That's why this is a big election, guys. It's a big election. And it's and we important all... that everybody stays tapped in. It's also a bellwether on on um on national politics. It's the only big election that's coming up in 2023. So it's important to sort of tap into how liberal or how, how conservative these voters are feeling in a swing state. Did you guys get your uh, illegal mail-in ballots for Wisconsin already? Or? <laughs> I've already sent mine in. Thomas, so. supposed to say the quiet part out loud. Oh, are we live? We're live, Thomas, Thomas. Damn it. Um, but this, this election is breaking records left and right because – this is actually the biggest election in terms of advertising, which it, it feels so weird for a Supreme Court election to hear that there's advertising for it. $30 million 
that could have been used on that building that the Florida Trump supporter was pointing <laughs> at in New York um, <laughs> was spent on just advertisements, television advertising alone, um, setting a record for a statewide judicial contests. And this court, it, it plays significant roles in the future presidency, as, as Joe was saying, too. Because if it does lean Republican, if, if Daniel Kelly does get elected, then we might not get that same outcome that we got for this previous election, which is really, really scary, especially right, yeah. after finding out how incredibly close that was. And it's it's also a funny thing. I don't know. You guys remember when Trump was getting those Brett Kavanaugh and his his justices into the Supreme Court. And when they were explicitly asked whether they would overturn Roe, they gave these like half like oh, not Roe is a super precedent. Mm. Yeah, it's like, oh, I, I wouldn't know. Like, oh, I can't I can't possibly give my opinion on that at this time. Even though we all like the quiet part is they wanted to overturn Roe. They did it. We saw that happen, but they wouldn't say it because they're judges and they need to remain impartial or whatever. So I, I what I appreciate about this election is that uh, neither of the candidates will, will actually they won't say what they mean or what they want to do. But it's just it's just supposed to be implied. I think a, a really like one of my favorite quotes from this election was from uh, from Dan Kelly when Janet. Judge Janet accused him of of wanting to uphold the abortion ban. Uh, he said, um, you don't know what I'm thinking about the abortion ban. Uh, you have no idea. These things you do not know. <laughs> <laughs> Janet cannot see into Dan's head. Dan is a complex person. Right. You don't it's just a question to whether or not Dan Kelly supports the abortion ban to whether or not Janet Jackson, Janet, or Judge Janet not Janet Jackson, Jan- Judge Janet can read Dan Kelly's mind. And I think that's what we need to actually be focusing that's on. That's the big here. question. <laughs> can Janet read minds? Because if she can read Dan Kelly's mind, I think she should probably get the nod for the, for the election. Just like I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to put that out there. Yeah. That's fair. It's, it's more than fair. We need more people like that in our, in our government. This is it's it's a fun election. And, you know, here here at Half Past Goon, we've got we've got a special relationship with the state of Wisconsin. Oh. <laughs> Why is that, Thomas? Okay. It's 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 time for it's time for me to take my time to do some campaigning here. Um, while I'm not a judge, you can still vote for me in this election. If you live in Wisconsin, you just have to write where it says where it says either Janet or Dan Kelly. Just write my name, cross both those out, and just pencil my name in on top. Oh, and, I do this. Yeah, and and if enough of you do that, I can be on the Supreme Court. That's what the would, law. What would be your first judgment from the Supreme Court? Um, if you got to pick any case and decide, what would be your first judgment? Well, first of all, I think... That we need to start, as Wisconsin, we need to start sending more money to New York City construction companies. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, that's not getting done. And that there's should something be done. wrong with it. It's yeah. got to get done. That should be done. That should be done. Hilarious. 
So, so that, yeah, that would be my first order of business. But yeah, as everybody knows, I'm c- currently a congressman in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. Uh, they did steal the election from me. It was illegal. We are still contesting. I haven't admitted defeat. It, it, I won that election, right? But in Wisconsin, yeah. But Wisconsin's thirty second. Yeah, it's it's, it's, all, it's all it's all over the place. You you can look me up. Okay, uh, I'll look up. Don't worry. Yeah, you can donate too. You can donate. You have an act. You have an act red. Uh, yeah, just just Golden like red? me. Okay, yeah, I'll just that. I'll, I can just do I'll, that. I'll, I'll, I'll put it into the campaign fund. <laughs> So, yeah, so even though technically I, I should be a congressman in Wisconsin right now, uh, since I didn't win the election, I'm still I'm still I'm still allowed to be I'm still allowed to be up for up for election in this in this uh, judge. This is special election that, that they're doing. So make sure to vote for me, please. Um, and yeah, I'll throw it back to you guys if you guys have anything to add. You heard it here first, folks. Send both your legal and illegal ballots in for Thomas yep. Murdoch. Please, Wyoming, we need them. Wyoming, we need- Wisconsin, do them both. Why not? Yeah, Wyoming needs you more. I think. <laughs> With that, sadly, that is all the stories we have today. Ones today. God, who even cares about Wisconsin? Joe, why'd you put this up? <laughs> you do not know what I'm thinking about that abortion ban. <laughs> do not. <laughs> Uh, with that hopefully next week we may be talking about a Trump indictment fingers crossed fingers crossed please we may see him perp walk down the fucking down the down the street into a New York court do you think they'll cuff him what what do you guys think do you think they'll cuff him he wants to be cuffed he will be cuffed yeah but I believe he'll be cuffed no, I don't believe he'll be cuffed. Really? Did he don't. say he said he said he wanted to be cuffed? He said he wanted he to be cuffed behind to be his cuffed. back. Yeah. Behind That's his back. Kinky. It is kinky. He's but debating whether or not he should wink at the camera, he said. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he should be smiling. Right. But we'll find that out next week. I think the fact that he tweeted about it and tried to get ahead of it means that he probably will be truth about, about it, actually. Truth about it. it is I'm sorry. That's my bad. And if that does happen, you goddamn know well I will be there with my Florida friend looking up. We'll be on the ground getting (laughs) first-person accounts of the crowd. Yes. Make sure to check out our Twitter. We were posting all about it this Tuesday. Just high-quality posts. You don't get that anywhere else. Nowhere else. So with that, check out our social media. Thank you for listening or watching, and we will see you all next week. Smash that subscribe button.